We are nearing the end of May, which means it's almost fantasy football draft season, and we are looking at a number of Miami Dolphins this week on the show and their early fantasy forecasts to declare whether or not we think the Dolphins themselves will go above or below the summer outlook, starting today with quarterback Tua Tungavaloa. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It is your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with Joe Marino. You can find Locked On shows on YouTube or wherever you catch your favorite podcasts. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. Today is Monday, May 22nd. Maybe you're catching it late on Sunday, May 21st. But either way, we are starting the last full week of the month of May, which means rubber's about to meet the road here as it pertains to the 2023 season. We're going to act accordingly. We're going to start getting you ready for fantasy football draft season. And uh, starting with quarterback to a tongue of a low, I did this series last year, had a lot of fun with it, looking at some of these uh, outlets across the space and the fantasy outlooks that they had for Dolphins players and trying to determine whether or not Miami would go above or below those expectations. We're starting here with to a tongue of Aloha here today on the show. Today's episode of Locked on Dolphins is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked on today to get started. So to a tongue of Aloha, I have two separate fantasy forecasts currently available for him. The ESPN rankings and Field Yates of ESPN, who does an awesome job for ESPN, uh, just dropped an update of fantasy rankings over the weekend uh, that had quarterback Tua Tagovailoa as a fringe top 10 quarterback from a fantasy outlook uh, in the 2023 season. And then I have uh, my, my other resource is fantasypros.com, and I have the blurb up for both uh, with Tua Tagovailoa uh, awaiting. Now, I think before we get into Tua Tagovailoa and the forecasts, it's important to talk about Tua Tagovailoa and the actual production that he put on the field last year because he had 400 pass attempts, and those 400 pass attempts is the largest number that he has posted in any given season. He started 13 games last year, which is the highest total that he has posted in any given season across his first three seasons in the NFL. Last season, Tuatunga Lowe finished ninth in the NFL MVP voting, according to the Associated Press. You know, we probably glossed over that here in the midst of the questions about Tua Tagovailoa at the end of the season, but uh, 400 pass attempts was 12 more than the previous season. If you're getting a maximum version of Tua Tagovailoa, you're probably getting 600 pass attempts in a, in a season. Case in point, I think Skylar Thompson and Teddy Bridgewater combined for like 100 and 250 more snaps uh, offensively. Tua passed for 3,548 yards. He passed for 25 touchdowns and eight interceptions. Nine, 8.9 yards per attempt, 9.2 adjusted yards per attempt, led the NFL in passer rating of 105.5, and his net yards per attempt of 8.04, and his adjusted net yards per attempt of 8.37 also led the NFL. 
I stated a couple weeks ago and was accused of being a hater of Tua Tagovailoa in, in the process of saying, I think we see a more consistent version of Tua Tagovailoa, but I do think from an efficiency standpoint, some of these numbers, I wouldn't be surprised to see regress a little bit. If Tua Tagovailoa is more disciplined to take the checkdowns and not take extra sacks and not take extra hits, odds are your yards per attempt is going to go down because from an air yards perspective, you're not so assertively pushing the, the ball further down the field. It doesn't mean you're not going to play good. Now, of course, I, I made that comment. I think from a, a, an efficiency standpoint, there's probably a little bit of a regression that's coming. There was like, oh, Kyle hates Tua. Don't listen to so-and-so and don't listen to so-and-so. And then whatever, right? That's why I'm hesitant to talk about Tua Tagovailoa too much because there's nuance in this conversation and nuance it feels like with Tua is something that easily gets glossed over in favor of either you love Tua or you hate Tua and you're not allowed to be anywhere in the middle or you're not allowed to have uh, an objective uh, nuanced opinion with layers to it because the quarterback position it's it's not a binary thing right so uh, all of that being said I digress Tua Tagovailoa, from a careers career performance perspective not only the attempts and not only the yards and not only the touchdowns, uh, from an efficiency standpoint, 6.3% of his attempts last year were touchdown passes. That was the highest percentage in the NFL. His 2.0 interception percentage was actually right in the middle of the road between his rookie season was 1.7 when he had five interceptions on 290 attempts. And in 2021, across 388 attempts, he had 10 interceptions for 2.6%. So right in the middle there. Let's get into fantasy forecasts with Tua Tagovailoa because the big question is efficiency, and then the other big question is how many snaps will he take this season out of a maximum number of probably offensively? You're talking about like 1,100 snaps offensively, and of course you'll probably pass the ball on 60% of those and 60-62%, and, and that will put you at like 650 maximum pass attempts if you were going to play all 17 games and be available and play all the snaps. So where do the forecasts from ESPN and from fantasy pros have to Tagovailoa at this juncture? Glad you asked because that is what we are going to cover next here on Locked on Dolphins. But before we do, how about South Florida sports right now? Got the Heat, the Conference Finals. I am recording right before Game 3 of the Conference Finals with the Heat back at home, up 2-0 going into Sunday night against the Boston Celtics. Big thumbs down. The Cardiac Cats, Vamos Gatos. The Florida Panthers up 2-0 over the Carolina Hurricanes with two wins on the road in the Eastern Conference Finals at the NHL. It's the perfect time to get in on some action with our friends over at FanDuel, the NBA Playoffs. Make that fast break to FanDuel because right now new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets back if your first bet does not hit. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sportsbook. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. ESPN. For quarterback Tua Tungvalo. Has quarterback Tua Tungvalo ranked as the 13th fantasy quarterback in points per reception leagues 
2023, according to their way-too-early forecast. Here's the blurb. I'll read you the blurb, and then we'll get into who he's behind and go from there. Tongvaloa returns as Miami's starter after an up-and-down 2022 campaign in which he missed substantial time due to injury, but played extremely well when active. Tongvaloa's 8.9 yards per attempt led the league. He trailed only Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen in QBR, and he was 7th in fantasy points per game during the 12 weeks he played more than half the snaps in a respective game. A healthy Tongvaloa is an immense fantasy upside in a pass-heavy scheme with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle locked in at wide receiver. But we have to worry a little bit about durability, as well as his minimal contributions as a rusher, 24 attempts for 70 yards in 2022. Tangavello is a fringe QB1 option in fantasy. Here's the forecast from a stats perspective. 345 out of 524 attempts. It's about 65% completion percentage. 3,883 yards. 26 touchdowns, which would be a career high, 12 interceptions, 45 rushing attempts for 141 yards, and two touchdowns, so 28 total touchdowns, and right over 4,000 yards combined rushing and passing for Tungvaloa on the season. 524th, that's if you told me we got 524 snaps from Tua Tungvaloa this year, I'd take it. I would sign on the dotted line right now if you guaranteed me 524 pass attempts from Tua Tungvaloa this season. Do you miss two games? Maybe. Does that mean you play 50? Instead of missing five, you miss two? I'd live with that. I would certainly live with that, especially we did the the film work on Mike White. I think Mike White can get you through a short stretch. Uh, Plenty fine with the weapons that you have in this passing offense. So, uh, interestingly enough, uh, the quarterback he's directly in front of, don't tell Jets fans, but it's Aaron Rodgers. Here's the 12 quarterbacks that checked in ahead of Tua Tungvalo on the ESPN Fantasy Projections. QB1, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, guy's good for about 5,500 yards uh, offensively and, and 45 to 50 touchdowns annually. No surprise there. No surprise Josh Allen, especially when you consider his rushing yardage. He had 762 rushing yards last season. For fantasy purposes, quarterbacks who roll up the yards on the ground, they're going to be rated high because you're getting running back production in addition to quarterback production in the same player. Case in point, Jalen Hurts is the third quarterback. He had 760 rushing yards and 13 rushing touchdowns last season. He was the He's QB3 in these ESPN rankings. Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson. I might put a flag up on that one. Justin Fields. Obviously, Justin Fields, 1,143 rushing yards and eight touchdowns in addition to 17 passing touchdowns last season. That's that's the boost that gets him uh, as a landing spot. So I think that's appropriate from a fantasy game perspective, but it's because of the yardage that he provides that just quite frankly, I don't think he'd be looking for Tua to ever touch, sniff throughout the course of maybe his career, but I don't think that's a bad thing. If he's protecting himself, he's not taking extra hits. Justin Herbert, Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins. Now, Kirk Cousins is a sneaky 4,500 passing yards per year player offensively, so I get why from a raw passing production case in point that he had 643 pass attempts last year. So that's kind of the year, if you maxed out Tua, 
and the number of attempts he took in a season and played all 17 games, I think Tua would surpass him from a fantasy perspective and a volume perspective. But getting the volume is the question and the challenge. And then Daniel Jones, who had 708 rushing yards last year, uh, checks in from a, as well. If I were drafting quarterbacks, especially if you're in a two QB league, I'm not a big, uh, like, don't ask me fantasy football advice. I'm not the guy to ask. I lost, I think I started 5-1 and one last year, had a bunch of guys get hurt, and lost the last seven games last season in my, my hometown league. So uh, don't ask me too much because I'll, I'll, I'll guarantee I'll break your heart. But if it were me, if it were me, I'd go get Tua in front of Kirk Cousins. I'd go get Tua in front of Deshaun Watson. I'd go get Tua in front of Justin Fields. I think the ceiling is low enough for Justin Fields as a passer. And then there is a durability question there with him as well. Uh, And I would get Tua in front of Lamar Jackson with the scheme changes as well. So for me, out of those quarterbacks, I mean, you'd make a case. I think this is probably, he's a QB1 in the fantasy league and probably like a top eight fantasy option whilst acknowledging that you have the durability question that that has to be accounted for when you're you're projecting to a tongue below moving forward. Uh, but what about fantasy pros? Uh, fantasy pros has some additional statistics, including an outlook that is helpful uh, to take a look at for the strength of schedule that the Dolphins will face. We're going to talk about that next here on Locked on Dolphins. Fantasy Pros comes up a little short of the volume projection for Tua. 524 attempts forecasted for ESPN, 516. So you're in the same ballpark. And again, if you told me we get 500-plus pass attempts from Tua, I'd sign on the dotted line for it. Because that means you would not miss the Bengals game, and then you would not miss two more starts along the way. Now, be healthy at the end of the season. If you're going to miss two games, miss two games somewhere in season. So hopefully we can get through that stretch, have you back and and have you ready to to go play playoff games. Because that's the expectation for the Dolphins this year is to go play some playoff games and and win some playoff games. 330 out of 516 for 3,859 passing yards, 24 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. 117 rushing yards and one and a half rushing touchdowns to round up, so two rushing touchdowns. Uh, he is listed as having the 27th most d- difficult, or 27th easiest, I should say, fantasy schedule against defenses from last year. Now, that is very much uh, something of a mislead, because I, I would point to the the games that the Dolphins have, right? And, and you can kind of look at the look across the schedule and say, okay, Chargers, new defensive coordinator, New England, okay, same as last year. Two has had some nice performances against New England in the past. Has not lost a game to them head to head, of course. Uh, Denver, new defensive coordinator. Buffalo, new defensive coordinator. Giants, okay. Carolina, new head coach, new coaching staff, period. Philadelphia, new defensive coordinator, home against New England. Kansas City, Raiders, objectively horrible team. 
Then you go Jets twice in four weeks. That's a challenging game. Of That's a challenging duo of games, of course. Uh, Washington, secondary is a big-time problem for them. Tennessee, team is regressing at an alarming rate. Dallas, that's a toughie. That's a toughie. And, and then Baltimore and Buffalo to finish, but at least the Buffalo game is at home. So I see why it rates from last year, but I think there's enough lack of continuity from this year to last year that if you had to if you had to tell me if I had to tell you where Tua Tagovailoa's schedule for playing opposing defenses ranks from a fantasy perspective, I would bet it doesn't check in that difficult when we get to the end of the 2023 season. You got some hard games and you're going to have some talented defenses regardless. But I think you have enough turnover where banking on last year's results for this year's games is there's enough there that I, I, I feel optimistic about what that forecast would look like. Now, from a, a projection standpoint, it's right around the nose of Tua Tagovailoa uh, and the projections from ESPN. Still just short of 3,900 passing yards, something like 25 touchdowns and 12, 13 interceptions. So the forecasting and the modeling all kind of puts them out there. I will say this. I think if you get over 500 pass attempts, I think you get 4,000 yards. And I think in this offense, you get 30 touchdowns. So let's say they're right on the forecast of attempts. You could put me down for the over as it pertains to uh, the raw production of yardage and touchdowns versus what the forecast for these fantasy models has for Tua Tagovailoa. That's assuming that we're getting the uh, attempts right. Now, I'm going to pull out the old calculator here just because I don't want to, you know, we, we have the joke on locked on NFL scouting, but draft dudes do math. I don't want to have to do that here and now. But if you had 515 attempts, and you averaged 8.9 yards per attempt, you're talking 4,600 passing yards with the efficiency perspective that Tua passed the football at last year. So that's where, for me, when I talk about I think there's a little bit of an efficiency reduction, what if he goes to 8.2? What if he goes from 8.9 to 8.2? That would be 4,200 passing yards. So from an efficiency perspective, the number comes down, but the raw number goes up because I think he plays more because I think they're going to do the things that they need to do to put him in less precarious situations. And then at the end of the day, you know, we'll, we'll, there's all the talk about the concussions, and understandably so. Head injuries are extremely scary. They're extremely serious. He got through 2023 or 2021 uh, with an RPO protection bust against the Bills, missed some games, sounded like they missed some games that he didn't have to miss, uh, and, and then had a, a short-term issue that, that popped up later in the season and missed a start, or, or was challenged and, and missed a, Yeah, he came back and uh, missed the Houston game. So I understand the focus, but at the same time, he's missed games before, but missed games with things and been available to play at the end of the season. He, he played in the season finale in each of the previous two seasons before this, this past year, and concussions were not an issue in the, the two previous seasons. So here's knock on wood that 
Tua Tagovailoa protects himself in the way that's necessary. The coaching staff protects him in the way that is necessary. He makes the right decisions during plays to get to that 500-plus threshold of pass attempts because if he does, I think the Dolphins are going to be dramatically better for it. And you could put me down for 41, 4,200 yards and probably 30, 32 touchdowns. That would be my forecast, assuming you get that kind of volume. So from an efficiency standpoint, yeah, it might be down a little bit. But I think the raw numbers will be up, and I do think he plays more than 400 pass attempts this year. So that's my two cents on two in the fantasy outlook here. It'll be fun to do the running backs. It'll be fun to do the wide receivers. I remember doing those last year, uh, about early June. And uh, we'll have to go back and go back over what I said, but I'm pretty sure I had both Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle over the numbers that they had. They were, like, embarrassingly low, like... 70 receptions, uh, like 1,100 yards. And I said, yeah, they're, they're, they're not going to go for 3,000 combined. They did. <laughs> um, but they'll, they'll be better than the fantasy outlook. So I, I sold them short a little last year. I'll have to go back and see what my official state was. Uh, but that is next, the upcoming this week, in addition to some additional film studies of players on this Dolphins team for 2023 and hey let's also not forget june 1st right around the corner byron jones money's going to be coming quick what do the dolphins do with it we're going to be exploring that as well so keep it locked in here on locked on dolphins it is your team every day fins up i appreciate you guys checking out the show shout out to our everydayers you can find us on youtube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts make it a great rest of your day i'll be back again soon with yet another episode of locked on dolphins